Hey there. The holidays are here, so it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we educate and inspire people to live fuller lives through mindful practices. Let's get started with your host, New York Times contributor, leadership advisor, sought-after keynote speaker, the author of the Amazon hot new release, Everyday Mindfulness from Chaos to Calm in a Crazy World. She's smart, strong, sassy, and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership. Your host, Holly Duckworth. Welcome to another episode of the Everyday Mindfulness Show. We have a special guest with us today. We're launching the show in advance of Alopecia Awareness Day, and I'm bringing to you my friend, the Alopecia Angel, Joanna Dahman. We're going to talk about how not to pay the corporate toll. We're going to talk about health and immunity and boosting your immune system and things to look for as you navigate your own health and wellness journey. Joanna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Holly. It's such a great pleasure to be here. Well, it's really great that we were able to have this chat and then have awareness of alopecia and that there's, there's an international day dedicated to this. And it's not even just alopecia awareness, but I think right now in 2020, we're recording the show, um, having that greater conversation about health and wellness awareness, because you are passionate about alopecia because of your own personal journey. Yes. Um, unfortunately, fortunately, I mean, I, I always look at uh, bad situations. Um, I ask the question, what is this trying to teach me? What, why am I going through this bad situation? And so my alopecia journey started four or five years ago when I was at a crossroads transitioning in corporate to another corporate job and um, transitioning also from one state to another state and alopecia areata came about and just kind of spotted out uh, essentially on my scalp. And for those of you who don't know, alopecia is the medical term for hair loss. And it starts with a bald spot, normally the size of a penny. And that's what started in the back of my head. And my hairdresser found it. I didn't find it um, myself, my hairdresser did. And from there, it just grew. And this spot grew into something bigger. Um, and it progressed. And then um, it ended up where I was losing over 50% of my hair and it was drastic. And I saw doctors everywhere in Colorado and California. I, uh, in between this whole journey, because this journey took me two and a half years to figure out, um, I had met my now husband and we were transitioning and moving to the Netherlands. And so at the time I was also seeing doctors here in the Netherlands and really I didn't find any hope or any long-term viable solution that wouldn't give me any negative side effects. They were all just band-aids. And so due to that, I, I became very determined, um, very results oriented as I was always in corporate. And um, I looked for solutions on my own. I figured, you know, if this provider or if this service provider can't give it to me, I'm going to find someone who can. And that service provider became myself. I actually looked into various modalities of uh, health and wellness from traditional Chinese medicine to Ayurveda to conventional medicine to holistic to functional medicine to everything in between 
And, you know, it was through trial and error that over the course of two and a half years, I figured out through diet and lifestyle how to really not only boost my health, but to get me back to where I needed to be with health, with hair growth, and with a feeling of confidence and certainty that this wasn't going to happen again. And so once I saw the light at the end of the tunnel, I figured I needed to test this out and see if it would work for other people. And lo and behold, it did. For people not just with the same type of alopecia that I have, because there are numerous types of alopecia. Alopecia is not just one size fits all. It's very different for everybody. Um, I have clients who range from age two to 82. And on top of it, you also have different types of alopecia, just like cancer. You have different types of cancer and different stages. And so in the same uh, manner, you have different types of alopecia. And so whether it's universalis, totalis, areata, traction, frontal fibrosing, uh, scarring alopecia, or whether it's um, androgenetic alopecia, I've seen results with 90% of my clients. That's my success rate is 90% through my two-month program. And it's amazing what small changes can do to boost your health and to kind of, you know, pivot you into the true way towards wholesome, true health, because really no one is teaching us how to live. No one is giving us the tools on how to uh, endure this modern day age. You know, children are overwhelmed. Parents are overwhelmed. Adults are overwhelmed. They're going through burnout. No one's teaching us stress management. No one is teaching us, you know, how to be mindful, what presence really means. Corporate wellness is, um, you know, a stepping stone into the right direction, but it's still not completely there. And so, you know, it's almost a, an oxymoron because let's say you have a big tech company like the one I came from that has corporate wellness, but at the same time, they also require you to, you know, be on this constant hamster wheel and work those 70, 80 plus hours. And so something has to give. And unfortunately, it's normally your health. And in my case, it was mine. And, you know, I say this flippantly almost because I didn't think it would happen to me. I didn't think uh, alopecia or an autoimmune disease, which this is, um, would occur to me because I had the personal trainer. I was fit. I was running. I was, you know, eating right. I had the abs to show for it. And still I had alopecia. And to this day, you know, I have nutritionists who are my clients. I have nurse practitioners who are my clients. I have personal trainers who are my clients. So regardless of what, you know, side of the of the table you're from or, or where you're, you're at, whether you're a newbie or a true beginner or someone who's actually been in the health and wellness field for, for a couple years, you can still learn something and you can still improve your health. And so we all have blind spots and this is what I'm able to see and what I'm able to help my, my clients overcome. Because a lot of times you think you're doing everything right and unfortunately you're doing it wrong. So Joanne, I think there's so much that we can learn from your experience, and especially right now in 2020, where you know we're in this state of, of pandemic, or as I like to call it, a state of possibility. You worked for a major company in the same industries that I worked in, meeting, event planning, 24-7. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm curious. People are now rebooting their lives. Whether they wanted to or not, you know, are we going back to a traditional office? Are we going back part-time? Are we going back full-time? You know, what are we doing with our kids? Are kids going virtual school? Are they going online school? That this can be a time of overwhelm, but can also be a huge time for 
us to look into just exactly what you're you're talking about. What is what is health going to mean for us? But again, we're kind of sometimes feeling that under the man. You you talk about you working for a major major company. I get asked this a lot. I'd be curious your take. How do we have that conversation with the employer as we're renewing our our life in a way that allows us to start having this conversation with the employers? In my experience, um, I've had those conversations. I've raised my hand and unfortunately they go, um, they go numb and they, they turn a, a blind eye to it. And, you know, they just kind of shrug their shoulders. Well, you know, you do what you gotta do and there's really no extra resources for you to, to get. And unfortunately, that's where you know the rubber hits the road because i knew at this time of my life this was actually a little bit before alopecia where i knew that this rhythm was not was not sustainable i knew that this pace of life was not sustainable for me or for my personal life or for my health and on top of it it just consumed me this uh this position i had was was was, was pretty important, but at the same time, it consumed me to the point where I had no social life. And my social life was very uh, important because, you know, I want to get married. I want to have my children. I want to have a family. I want to do things. You know, I just don't want to be married to my job. Um, and so I, I knew, and I started already with a plan to exit because I knew the boss wasn't going to change. And I knew the, the company wasn't going to change either. So what has to change is me. And so many times that's the reality that we face. Like, and you know, a lot of my friends, they call it the golden handcuffs. And they say this because they, they love the lifestyle or they love the money or they love whatever it is that this job gives them. But at the same time, you know, I have a girlfriend in particular who I can think about right now. We had this conversation uh, a month ago and, you know, she makes great money. She has this great position but she works, you know, 16 hour days, it's nonstop, she's getting migraines, it's hindering her health. And there's not amount, there's no amount of running or exercise that she can do to overcome the stress and the anxiety that all this work gives her. Her, her own boss went through a burnout here recently. And so I was like, so what do you expect? You know, essentially you're a ticking time bomb because you know you're next, you're next in line. And so it's really, you have to be proactive and you have to be protective of your own health. Because guess what? Corporate's not going to do it for you. Neither are the doctors. They're not going to protect you. They're going to say, look, it's either this prescription or it's this surgery. That is their toolkit. That's their solution. And in corporate, it's really like, okay, you can take your time off and what is it, FMLA that they call it, or you know, we demote you or you find something else, right? That, those are kind of your options. And so in my journey, I've learned that you have to take the bull by the horns. You have to make the best decisions for you. And if that means, you know, pivoting into a different industry, into a different lifestyle, then so be it. Because I know for a fact that health is priceless. There's not amount of money that anyone who, who essentially gets the bad news that they have some sort of disease come about that they wouldn't give for this to be reversed. And really you were, I, I knew you were the perfect guest for the show because you just tell it like it is. And so I want to uh, 
one of the pieces as we were prepping for the show we were talking about is the power of listening to your own body. And we were just sharing, you know, listening and watching your coworkers and you use some terms, you know, God, I felt like my job was consuming me. And, and so many folks right now either are in that phase as they're, they're going back to work or they're in the reinvention phase because they've been furloughed. Um, when you are listening to your body as this started to, to show up and um, became an autoimmune disease in this experience of alopecia, what are practices that maybe you did or that our listeners could do to start listening to their body? Practical, like, like everyday things. So statistics show that 90% of medical office visits are due to stress. So that's, you know, first and foremost. Second of all, stress can show up in many different ways. It's not necessarily a cancer diagnosis or an autoimmune diagnosis, but it can show up as migraines, headaches, um, stomach aches. It could be an ulcer. It can be um, the high blood pressure. It can be palpitations. It can be depression. It can be anxiety. So it shows up for everybody in different ways. It manifests in different ways. And this is what I talk about when I, when I speak professionally because stress can look like so many different things to so many different people. And so even nowadays, um, there's studies that show in psychology that the most stressed out population or the ones that are going through the most depression and anxiety are our children that are in high school and in college because there's so much so much to to take on so much overwhelm and yet no one's giving them the tools on how to do it better on how to figure out their stress on how to manage it and it's not just by exercising because i can tell you that while i was working for this tech company at times I was working out three hours a day and that still didn't even like, you know, take off the, the tip of the iceberg. There was still so much underneath of stress. And the thing is it builds up and it becomes chronic stress. So, you know, even in the U S our culture and lifestyle in the U S is to excel, to succeed and to compete. So everything from, you know, dodgeball in kindergarten all the way through all your studies, that's all chronic stress. You get into college and it's more. You get into your master's program or your higher education, more stress. You have to you know, pay. You have uh, college loans and it just adds and adds and adds. But the key here is no one is talking to us about health, nutrition. Those classes got cut a long time ago. I didn't even see those classes um, you know, when I was growing up. And so unfortunately, fortunately, right, it's a double-edged sword, but our modern life has changed to the point where we can't keep up as a species. And this is why we're seeing so much burnout. And this is why we're seeing, you know, a high intensity of disease on the rise. Autoimmune diseases are just as new as, uh, as the internet. You know, it's not so old. And yet now you see so many children and so many adults going through it. It's not all stress related, but there are diet and lifestyle practices and protocols that we're not being told. And unfortunately the, the, procedures of how we manufacture food and how we uh, have clean water and the pollution, this all adds up. Every little piece to alopecia or to health and wellness is like a big puzzle. And you have to focus on each little piece and tweak it to improve it to have better health. You can't just think that the lack of disease means that you're in stellar health when it's not. There could be something brewing in there. It could be like an earthquake ready to happen. So just like me and when mine happened, when alopecia hit, 
it was a huge sounding alarm. And so I think that would be the only way that, that the universe would have me see that I need to pay attention to my health because it was one of those things where, you know, you're type A and you keep going, you keep going, you keep pushing yourself, pushing yourself and, oh, I can handle it. I can do it. I got this, you know, and it's, um, yeah, something's got to give. And it was my health and it's, it's many people's health. And again, you know, you go to doctors for help and there is no help because they want to offer you a pill or some sort of medication. And that's, that's not the solution. We have to change. And I think right now too, I want to really have, have people on the show recognize that it could be a little headache. It could be a little stomach ache that happens over and over. Don't ignore those little things ask that intuition self what what is it trying to say who could you talk to because while the the traditional medical system may not be as supportive as it once was there are resources like you joanna and others that invite you to different forms of treatment and always be asking what the side effects are huge that's huge because i just learned about um this 15 year old who had alopecia and his parents took him to the doctor and the doctor gave him Propecia, which is um, hair loss medicine for men only. So there's medicine for men only and for women only. And so this one is Propecia. And so at 15, they gave it to him. He's been on it for 15 years. At the age of 30, he's now has erectile dysfunction and he's already somewhat impotent at 30. Those parents obviously didn't ask what those side effects look like. And so this is another thing, you know, doctors are giving out medications and they're not talking about those risks or side effects, even when they give out birth control. No one is talking about how birth control actually can cause hair loss as a side effect. No one knows that. But then when you look at the label, then you're like, oh, there it is. And so no one's reading this. It's the fine print. And we need to read that fine print. We need to do our own investigation. We need to be uh, a little more conscious and consuming. Because it's not just, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'll take that. That's not it. You have to really um, be cognizant of, of who you work with. And, and because, you know, I'm used to working with third parties and, and doing um, procurement and working with vendors, it, you, you get that three bid, right? And so in terms of doctors, I also get that three bid. In terms of procedures or protocols, I also get that three bid. If it doesn't sound right to me, I keep going and I keep searching. And this is what led me on this almost obsessive path towards wellness, but it was because my hair was at stake. And it's beyond just the beauty aspect, it's also the autoimmune disease situation because once you have one autoimmune disease, 25% of the population go on to acquire in a second and a third. Like who wants to wait around to acquire lupus or diabetes or Hashimoto's or thyroiditis or Graves disease or MS, multiple sclerosis? Like, really, do I really want to wait, wait this out and see if I'm part of that 25% bucket? That's not what anyone wants. No one wants to see themselves or a loved one go through a second and a third autoimmune disease. And so beyond the hair, you also have a lot of symptoms. You know, there was fatigue, there was brain fog, adrenals uh, were shot. Um, you have the dry skin, the dry eyes. So it's much more than just hair loss. And there's all these other symptoms that go on, digestive issues. It, and there's a whole host of symptoms. And so, you know, with rheumatoid arthritis, for example, it's not just joints. With MS, it's not just 
you know, your muscles or, or your mobility. It's much more than that. And so we really have to look at the whole picture to be able to not just heal in reverse, but then to also put it to sleep. It's like we all have cancer cells in us. And, you know, the only way for cancer to really come about is for us to have a bad diet and lifestyle. That's really the trigger for any disease is diet and lifestyle. So why is it that we're not being taught this? Why is it that our parents don't know? Schools aren't teaching this. Teachers don't know. Government doesn't know. Because if government knew, or if they actually cared, then they would actually put a pyramid, a food pyramid that actually worked. Because at this point, our food pyramid just promotes obesity and diabetes and heart disease. So, Joanne, I lo uh, love where you're going with that. And we're living in a world right now, I, I say it's kind of the three Ps. You got the pandemic, you got the presidential stuff going on, and we've got the protests. We've got this Black Lives Matter thing. And, and so much more is yet to be revealed in, in 2020. Now you're telling me I got to worry about what I eat and how much I exercise and do I go back to, to my corporate job? What's, what's one way that people can, I mean, now you've laid overwhelm on top of overwhelm on top of overwhelm on top of overwhelm. Where, where do we start in this, this journey? Um, is it diet? Is it water? Is it exercise? How can they work with you to, to start somewhere? Because sometimes just in the overwhelm, we do nothing because we're just so overwhelmed. I think to start, you would have to evaluate, evaluate your current lifestyle and, and diet and lifestyle. And that's even in your household. And many times we have to look, you know, at home first before you can look outside and you have to see, are you thriving? Are you really flourishing? Are you super energetic? Are you having the two bowel movements a day as you should? Are you, uh, you know, do you have any aches and pains? Are you on meds? These are all, these are all, these all are indicators that something could be off. You know, if you're on meds, if, if you have aches and pains, if you're not feeling 100%, if you don't feel like you're thriving and you're on top of the world, then there's obviously room for improvement. And so that's where you start. You evaluate currently your situation and then you go piece by piece. And this is what I do because there is a lot of overwhelm in terms of all this information. And granted, it wasn't overnight. It took me two and a half years, right? And with, um, with my clients, I take them through two months. And week by week, I break it down into bite-sized pieces, into actionable items that they can do to improve their health and their family's health. Because many times when I have um, the child who has alopecia, it's the parent who's doing the program. And I tell them that in order to support the child, the whole family needs to get involved. The whole family needs to be supportive uh, of this one child. So mom and dad can't be eating something different of what, you know, Jimmy is eating. And so, you know, Annie is eating the same thing as Jimmy, as mom and dad, and as like uncle and aunt and everyone else who lives in the household. And so this is all important to have a supportive environment. And many times because of convenience, because of lack of time, because of go, go, go. And this rhythm, it, it's, we, we've cut corners. We've cut corners in our health. We've cut corners in our food. We've cut corners on how we do things. And so it doesn't mean you need to, you know, be next to the kitchen and make everything from scratch, but there are ways to create meals that are healthier and that everyone can enjoy and everyone can thrive on um, versus, you know, open up baggies and, and, you know, creating dinner or lunch or breakfast from that. I think right now uh, my theme is really do less better. You know, how can we, we be, yep. be our highest and best selves by getting off that hamster wheel 
of life. So how do people work with you? I love, I love your concept of, you know, you're taking people uh, piece by piece, week by week. How do people work with you? How do we get more of your, your information? So you can go to alopeciaangel.com. I have all my social media there. I have my blog with over 100 articles. I also have different programs. I have one for alopecia and fertility. 80% um, of people with alopecia are actually women. And so because of this, you know, they're usually in their 20s and 30s and they're looking to that next step. And so you also want to promote fertility. And this is also another topic that no one's talking about. You know, by the time you're, what, 18, the doctor's giving you birth control and you're on it until, you know, you get married and you're ready to have that child. And then many times there's all these underneath, underlying issues that no one has addressed because it's been covered up with this Band-Aid. And so um, this is another uh, topic that's close to my heart. And um, so anyways, I have that program. I have another program for alopecia. There's private coaching. There's one-on-one. -on -one. So in any type of setting, I can help you. Well, I'm so, so grateful to feel your passion across the miles. I know the listeners are, are hearing it and also being invited to like, just take that first step. Go, go ask your, your body how it's feeling. And if you're demonstrating any of those uh, challenges, pick up the email, pick up the phone, read the articles that you're, you're providing um, so that you can start to get educated and be your own healthcare advocate in this time of tremendous global transformation. It, it's a little trite to say we're in this together, but it, this is just a really great example of us in a one person's story, how it can connect to another, to another, to another and transform lives um, today, tomorrow, and into the future. Before we let you go, any last minute thoughts or, or wisdom you want to share with the audience? Yes. Um, so my biggest takeaway is that you can, you can take the control and power into your own hands because if you were to Google, you know, cure for alopecia or, you know, how to cure, um, and reverse alopecia, every medical textbook will say there's no cure. And they say this because there's not one pill that will help everybody. So for example, if you were to say headache medicine, you know, it'll take you to a Tylenol, it'll take you to Advil, it'll take you to a Motrin, and it'll for sure take away your headache. But in terms of alopecia, there's no one pill that will do that for everybody. And in a way, that's a good thing because we still need to relearn and unlearn what we thought was healthy relearn to what true health looks like. And once that happens, then you're able to see results. You know, in my program, I see people who've had complete baldness for over 20 years. And when I say baldness, it's not just their head, it's also loss of eyelashes, loss of eyebrows and, and physical body hair for over 20 years. And in four or five weeks, they're already seeing hair come out. This is possible. You can reverse alopecia. You can reverse many autoimmune diseases, including MS and Hashimoto's and rheumatoid arthritis and so on and so on because there's over 100 of them. And so really, the choice is yours and the power is in your hands. And so once you take it, you know, no, you're unstoppable. You really are. And so once I learned that, that I can do this on my own, I didn't need a doctor, I could do this. And now my clients can do it too. And, and for anyone who's listening, for any diagnosis that you have, even whether it's an autoimmune or not, I would always have you question the diagnosis. Get a second, a third, a fourth opinion. Go to another country, go to other states, see what's out there, be relentless and be perseverant because only this way will you be able to get the results you want. 
Well, again, Joanna, we're so grateful for your courage, your conviction, and your commitment to alopecia awareness, education, and reversing its effects in the world. We look forward to having you back on another episode of the show to talk about other experiences that you've had and how when you, as you say, take your power back, you can become your own angel with your wisdom and guidance. Thank you so much. We'll look forward to having you on another episode. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more mindfulness every day, visit everydaymindfulnessshow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness. Mm -hmm.